You're listening to The Scattered Cat Podcast. This is a place for agents of change, dreamers, and out-of-the-box thinkers to come together for all that is possible and for what has yet to have been done before. It is the guidebook for those ready to transform the world while transforming themselves in the process. It is a space for personal growth, deep healing, truth-seeking, and collective action. For those of you looking to develop your gifts and talents for the greater good of humankind, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Kat, bringing the inspiration you need to accomplish all the beauty you seek and to turn your daydreams into reality. So, Changemaker, are you ready? Hey everyone, and happy Monday. As you already know, and probably the whole world knows, that we do have a new President-elect Joe Biden and pretty badass VP Kamala Harris. And although I would say that I'm a left-leaning individual, my excitement comes less um, from the win of the Democratic Party and more from the prospect of change, which is everything that I'm about and that the blog is about and this podcast as well. I have to be honest with you, I am feeling a huge sigh of relief because if this change didn't come, I really wasn't sure how I would approach this episode, how I would console the people who come by here, and how I would inspire them to keep going despite all the challenges and injustices economically, socially, racially, and health-wise, too. It's no secret that we are in a pandemic, and that we also have layers of trauma added on on an individual and collective scale. But thankfully, I don't have to give a speech about how we need to hang in there for another four years, because on Saturday, we started what is going to be a major shift. And we all know that it's not going to be an easy shift or an easy road ahead, but there is a means and a reason to celebrate. Which leads me to my lesson for you today, which is change is a good thing. And I know this because yesterday I witnessed some of the most beautiful things that I've seen in a while. I saw black and brown kiddos riding their bikes up and down the street with big smiles plastered on their faces. And I saw people sporting LGBTQ flags and hugging their loved ones. And I saw dance parties breaking out everywhere, and you better believe that I joined in with them. And it really almost brings me to tears. I'm not going to cry over the mic because that's that's really not attractive. I'll save that for when you get to know me better. But believe me, the tears are like threatening to come out, and for the best reasons. Seeing such raw demonstrations of joy and happiness and, most importantly, hope really fired me up and reminded me why we all do this work, why we make efforts to promote change in the world. One, because it's possible, and two, because things can always get better. I'm going to kick off the conversation by sharing a little bit of poetry that I wrote as I was shifting out of my own personal darkness. And to be honest, when I wrote it, I don't know that I believed every word that I had written, but I wrote it as a reminder to myself that as I dealt with the darkness and as I embraced 
change, that the discomfort that I felt in the process was worth it. When change comes to me, I will welcome her with an open door. Change is no stranger. She has become a dear friend. She gifts me with the opportunities for growth and provides a passageway to leaving negativity behind. Change has always been loyal. She never has turned her back when mine was plastered to the wall. She has visited me both in my rises and in my falls. Change carries no hate, but will make you harbor harsh sentiments if you resist her presence. She should be cherished, adorned. This is why I have never sent her away, refusing to latch up my door. Change is always allowed into my home and into my soul. Without her, I would become dependent on others in order to survive. She teaches me to adapt and to walk through open gates. Change helps me to create, cultivate, and to communicate. She listens to what my spirit wants for me and provides an opportunity for conversation with my higher self. Change is not selfish. She helps me to accumulate wealth. And every step I take to find another way, I am routed to a place to inhale positivity and exhale doubt. Change loves me and teaches me to love myself. And I'm going to invite you now to take some time, give yourself some space, and identify what exactly your relationship with change is. And do so without attaching any guilt or shame. We're all humans, and we all have different reactions to changes in our lives. Maybe you're someone like me who's a little crazy, I won't lie, who opens the door regardless and welcomes change inside and is like, OMG, you're here. Okay, come on in. Let's let's change it all up. My life was getting a little too normal and I am so ready to make a change. And you could also be like me when change comes in and they're like, okay, um, I'm going to make your safe space a complete disaster (laughs) and they become like your worst enemy it's like a guest you have over and they leave their dirty dishes out they don't flush the toilet after themselves or maybe that's just my brothers or they don't get the hint that okay you've been here for like three-ish four-ish days maybe it's time for you to head back to your house and change can be like that it can be something so beautiful and something that you welcome in without any second thoughts. And it can be something that ends up not anything near what you thought it was. And you might be someone like many people who have been shaken up by change to the point that you don't want any more of it. Like you want your comfort zone. You want to stay there. You don't want to grow. You don't want anything to change because you know what? Life is okay. Sometimes it's a little bit miserable, but it's known. And if that's you, totally okay. That's a very normal human thing. But the problem arises when you spend so long in that space, idling, stalling, not looking for anything new to come into your life, that you begin to miss out on the wonders that change has to offer you. So I'm going to reiterate to you that change is a good thing. And if you're at a point of discomfort right now, I'm going to give you a few words of advice or some different perspectives for you to ponder, chew on, and spit out if you don't like it. But if you like it, then great. Swallow it and add it to your new way of living. 
And believe me, it'll serve you well because change is here and there are major shifts about to take place. So one way to roll with the punches and go with the flow is to view change as a learning opportunity. And this type of change can be relational, occupational, educational, or it can be completely random. Like I'm moving to a new city or a new apartment, or even I'm adopting a new cat or dog. Every time that change comes into your life, regardless of the form, there are new lessons to be learned. And so if you shift your perspective and think about it in that way and ask yourself, what can I learn from this new situation? You're going to be in a lot better space and mindset to be able to accept the change and thrive in it. Another way that you can embrace change is to take the time to make peace with the past. If you're someone who spends a lot of time thinking about and reliving past situations and your mind is stuck in a place where familiarity is your default, it's probably time to take a good look at the past, process it, heal what you need to heal, and store it somewhere where it belongs, which is in the past. When change shows up, and especially when it's change that's totally out of your control, you are going to be forced to grow. And believe me, you can't bring the old version of yourself with you. You can't bring old coping mechanisms and old friends that don't fit into your life. You can't bring anything extra that doesn't belong. So ask yourself, are there narratives that no longer fit? Are there stories that you tell yourself that are out of alignment with who you are and where you're going? Are there parts of your routine that can be substituted for something healthier? Or do you need a bigger shift? Are you completely burnt out and you need a new job? Or if you're like many Americans right now, have you lost your job? And that's certainly a change that you didn't ask for. But you're being called forward now to grow and to recalibrate and ask yourself, most importantly, how do you want to spend the next chapter of your life? And I need you to know that it's okay to let go of what was in exchange for what could be. And I'm going to say it twice. It's okay to let go of what was in exchange for what could be. So take a chance on change by making peace with your past, letting go, and stepping forward into the present, which is exactly where you're meant to be. And if you're about to have a panic attack right now, I've been there. Embracing change can be scary as hell. So let's take a minute and channel some Brene Brown. At least I think this is where this is from. If not, someone tell me where I got this from. But if you're driving and fear is right next to you in the passenger seat and it's like yelling directions, no, don't go there. Don't go here. Turn right. Turn left. Actually, why don't you just stay home? Take a minute to acknowledge that fear is sitting there and is whispering or even screaming at you where to go and what to do. And then put fear in the back seat or even the trunk. Heck, it can ride on top of the car for all we care. What we just need is for fear to not dictate your next actions. Because fear was never meant to drive your car. Fear is never meant to drive your life. So I invite you to choose courage. Always choose courage over fear every day. And then throw a mini party for yourself because you deserve some credit. 
you have managed and adapted to every change in your life thus far. That is literally a lifetime of proof showing that you can do the same thing again. Just know that you are so capable of overcoming whatever change is coming your way or whatever change is already here. You've done it a thousand times before. You can do it again. And the last thing I want to tell you about embracing change, and this probably makes it the easiest, is knowing that you do not have to go at it alone. You're not the only one. So I encourage you to find the people who are going through the same changes that you are or people that have already shifted out of the change. Use these people as a guiding light or a roadmap or even your buddy that you stick next to on a field trip. And there's going to be many bumps in the road and storm clouds that briefly pass over you. There are going to be challenges and things that you didn't see coming that will show up and demand your attention. But if you approach those things with a we or an us mentality, your life just got a hundred times easier. And it might even become fun. I don't know. Change can be fun too. And that kind of concludes my input to you about how to embrace change, especially if you're feeling uncomfortable with it. And now I'm going to take a minute to apply it to what we are experiencing as a collective. The change that lies ahead of us is going to require a lot of our emotional energy and our time. It's going to be full of ups and downs, twists and turns, steps forward, and definitely some steps back, which includes some pretty large things. We are tasked with paving roads to reparations and bridging gaps of understanding, mending polarization and divisiveness, and doing so in a way that creates paths to unity. But I will tell you with such certainty that this change will be a good thing. And I know this because of people like you who are tuning in to hear messages like this and are seeking justice every day and are using their voices for change. It's for people like you. And that is why I am so thrilled and over the moon and honestly getting emotional right now because I have such strong faith in humanity and especially you. So thank you for tuning in today. And you will hear from me next Monday. Get used to it. Oh, wait a second. I almost forgot to tell you. If you identify as a white change maker, I'm going to invite you, not so formally or formally, I don't know, whatever you like, <laughs> to come on over to scattercat.com and join in on the anti-racism movement for white allies. It's a series of blog posts that I put together for people like you and me who want to do better in regards to improving race relations, acknowledging our privileges and biases, educating ourselves, and using all that we've learned to support, stand tall with, and lift up the voices of black and brown communities. Resist the urge to stay silent and passive and become the change today. So again, go to scattercat.com and find the anti-racism movement for white allies. Let's keep this conversation going.